0: Howdy, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) We're off to a funny start already. (laughs) It is, uh, once again, the Irregular Search for Truth. I am Scott. And I'm Sachin. With you, as always, Searching for the Truth, episode 10? 10. Double digits. Double digits. This is like a turning point. My God. From here, it's going to
1: get so much better. We might... Get listeners <laughs> I think I think we have at least
0: triple digits listeners Wow, that's what I think, considering the population of the internet, that is astoundingly small mm-hmm. um anyway <laughs> here to mark our uh our tenth episode we uh we've come prepared, yeah, as, for as the, opposed to last episode. for the first time in a few episodes. So uh you wanna you wanna start with a list item or shall I jump into that?
1: Sure. I okay, fine. I I got one. Go for it. I mean last episode we kinda talked about like salesmanship and like uh selling things. Like mm-hmm. I think I told my like, story about uh at the car dealership. Yeah, well buying <laughs> yeah. and like the car dealership and kinda like, well, I gotta like, you know, come in acting like I don't like it. Right. Which is and you were saying that's not really truthful
0: or whatever. And mm-hmm. I think Okay all right we'll roll with it yeah.
1: I don't mean I don't want to misrepresent you that's, uh,
0: that's okay I don't mind being misrepresented in this little thing all right. All
1: right. well okay fine you were giving me our time. maybe you're just uh, joking around but the point is it's like there is this fine line of truth and like what you need to say to get what you want even though everybody knows you're not really like. It's just kind of—I'm just saying this, you know. And like I'm just gonna go ahead and say this, and you're gonna say this, and then I'm gonna say this, and then we're gonna be—we're gonna end up in the exact same place, you know. Mm-hmm. Like we could either offend each other or just say these nice things, like "Oh, hi, how are you?" "Oh, I'm fine, thank you," and then you move on, right? As opposed to like, "Actually, I'm not so good." "Oh, why?" You know, it's like I don't really care. I just be nice. Let's just say these like things—the protocol that we're supposed to say—and move on. Anyway, okay, it's so a little diversion, but basically, uh, it was funny. Um, last. Wednesday, mm-hmm. I got pulled over. Oh, <laughs> I was uh, I was driving to like a meeting out in uh, Ocean Beach, in San Francisco, uh-huh. at like 45th and like Moraga, like way out there. So I was at uh, somewhere like Frederick, and I don't know somewhere by the park. Uh huh. Like I was gonna get on the Lincoln, and I was just kind of getting on my way, trying to get to this kind of quick street Lincoln. And going through some, some side streets, and I was like, you know, there's all these stop signs. So I'm doing my thing, going, stopping, going, stopping, stopping, of course, in quotes. Because nobody stops, right? Well, you should stop. I didn't say you shouldn't stop. I <laughs> said nobody stops.
0: All <laughs> so, right.
1: so I, you know, I stop, or I pull up the stop sign, I, I slow down, I look both ways, and I go. And then as I'm looking both ways, I kind of, you know, because I didn't stop, I like, I mean, I stopped, but you know what I mean. I was continuing to look right and I was looking dead into a police car, uh-huh. you know, and I, and like I was like, well, no point stopping now, <laughs> <laughs> so I just kept going, you know, that was like I was just going kind of slow, like totally, like, not blazing out of there, just like, well, whatever, if he pulls me over, he pulls me over, there's nothing I can do now, so uh-huh. I'm just going, pulls up behind me, and I'm like, oh, interesting, maybe he just happened to be there. Uh-huh. About five seconds later, lights come on. You know, I don't think he even bothered with the siren. He just put yeah. the lights on because I was just staring at him, like my weird mirror. I'm like, is, "Are they gonna turn on five, <laughs> four, three lights? Okay, great." You know, so he pulls over, I'm like, "All right, fine, great. This is not what I need. Who needs a ticket, really?" But uh, no. so, um, so he comes over, you know, and I'm just, you know, I have my hands on the wheel, like trying to be completely, you know, as not suspicious as possible. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you know why I pulled you over? And I'm like, I, I, I I'm not gonna say anything. He's like, dude, you totally didn't stop at that stop sign. And I'm like, I. Right. And he's like, dude, that wasn't even a Hollywood stop. And I was like, wow, I can't believe you even said that. Like, he totally called me out. He's like, did he say? Did he actually say, dude? he said I don't know if he said dude but he said he said man or something like that but he's like that man that wasn't even a Hollywood stop like he said he said that yeah, ho- yeah. he said Hollywood stop like I've never even heard that before but I kind of knew what he meant you know mm. and I was like uh, are you and actually I was like are you sure man because I totally slowed down <laughs> 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 and I like I looked both ways you know I totally looked both ways I saw, I saw he's like well you know you're supposed to com- come to complete stop and I'm like yeah, I know that. You know, I mean,
0: everybody knows that. But come on, right? Come on. Did you did you say it in that way?
1: I did. I was like, no, you're totally right. Like, I totally should have uh, stopped. But I mean, come on. I slowed down, and I looked both ways. You're totally right that I didn't stop. I give you that. You know. <laughs> he's like, all right, man. So he like he was like can I use your license re- registration. And I gave it to him. He's like, all right, let me see let me see what I can do, which is kind of like a positive start to, right. to his right. exit to his exit. So I'm like. Well, all I can do is sit, is sit here and just, like, be very calm, you know. And then he and his, like, officer go back and talk. They're probably talking about sports or something like that. They're just trying to, uh-huh. you know, shake me down or whatever. Maybe not. Maybe they're talking. And he comes back. He's like, look, man, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a warning. You know, uh, like, we're just trying to catch people from not stopping in crosswalks and, like, when sirens and stuff. I'm like, oh, dude, totally. I, like, I totally understand what you're saying. I really appreciate it. Like, mm-hmm. I will stop from now on. And... He let me go, and it was like that made my day. It was nice. awesome. It was yeah. like, I and you know, I wonder why he let me go. I wonder if it was because I told the truth, or just because you know, like I didn't do something that bad. I kind of did slow down. There was no pedestrians. There was no actual like victim. I guess you could say. Mm. And I, I mean, I didn't blow through it. Maybe I, I don't know. I didn't. I know mm-hmm. I did. You, know? <laughs> you did not stop. I did not stop. I will. Con- I totally agreed to that, mm-hmm. and I did not stop. So mm. I wonder, like. It was funny that I told the truth, and I, I don't know if, if that's why he let me off or whatever, but it was just, you know, I think in that situation, a lot of people might, I don't know what you're supposed to do. Well, I know what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to say, yeah, I'm sorry, and then move on,
0: right? <laughs> Especially <laughs> when you know you didn't stop, right. or you were speeding, or whatever, yeah.
1: But I think a lot of people might come up with a story.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, oh, like, oh, I'm, of... in a, I'm in a
1: big rush or like, oh, my mind was a different place or something like that. Or, yeah. oh, God, I'm so sorry, officer. Or, like, they might start crying or something like that, right? And I, just, I was just like, dude, I have none of that. I don't have anything to give you. I just... <laughs> I, this is what happened. I thought I stopped. I didn't stop. I know I didn't stop. Right. I you, didn't I even, you didn't even
0: think you stopped. Let's, no, let's be no. clear. That's and
1: then, you know, on top of that, on top of that, um, like, you know, so I had to drive all the way out to Ocean Beach, which is still another four or five miles. Mm-hmm. And there's a fair amount of stop signs on the way. And I noticed that I didn't... Stop. I just... I don't even know how to stop at a stop sign.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I was like, oh, okay. So not
0: only... Not only did he let you off and you said, okay, I will, I will do it. You were so... You didn't even start stopping, like, at the next stop sign.
1: You know, That's I weird. had it, like, I had it in my mind that I was going to. And as I approached the stop sign, I was like, okay, I'm you to totally slow down and stop. But, like, when I, I w- it kind of muscle memory took over. <laughs> and I think I did slow down a little more. <laughs> but I did not end up actually doing a complete stop. Wow. Because I just physically, like, was not
0: used to doing it.
1: Like, I, I don't know the last time I actually stopped at a stop sign. Well, are
0: you going to make a conscious effort to try
1: and I've been doing that the last uh, week. I mean, uh, I only drive, you know, like two or three so, days a week. So
0: then, but. I mean, the, you could say that the, getting the warning actually served a purpose. Of course you're, you are You're trying to get, become a more respectful of the rules Of driver. course.
1: I'm definitely not flaunting the fact that like, I got pulled over. Uh. Like, I'm very, like, uh, I'm trying to be humble about it. It's like I totally, you know, should be more careful. And it's also like this story is like I've kind of realized that I actually do not stop. And I have
0: a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you can start like a, a group. You can be like, my name's is Sachin, and I don't stop at stop signs. Like, my acceptable norm,
1: to... what I think I'm stopping, is actually not stopping.
0: <laughs> well, I've noticed that you, you have uh, a lot of, I guess, um, at least you tend to vocalize a lot of rules that just sort of come out of social convention, Right. you know, which, which I feel often like I have to say, uh, those aren't rules. <laughs> <laughs> just because a lot of people do that doesn't mean that that's, you know, necessarily the way it should be done. But uh, but hey, you know, bravo to the uh, the officer for letting you go with no, the morning. Yeah. Bravo to you for just sort of being straight up about it, and uh, and for you know making steps in the direction of uh, stopping and not running over small children. <laughs> Maybe someday I you know, will
1: actually stop. We'll see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> steps forward. Yeah, I mean, baby good. steps. Baby, baby steps. Baby stops. Oh <laughs> boy! Come on! Hey! we're off to a roaring start on our 10th podcast <laughs> what do you yeah. got What's on your uh, so let's see what what can i follow up with that uh okay i uh so i'm in this i'm in two film classes right and uh and this weekend was uh one of my first like uh take home uh film homework assignments i did and it was it was really simple it was like okay you have to uh wow. basically you have to do what they call a poetry film a silent film where it's just like images and whatever and it has to convey something and so i decided to do it in my neighborhood specifically in my block Diderloin. yes which has lots of poetry interesting people and and whatnot on it and also, I decided they've, they have two options of equipment you can use from their, uh, their lab, and one is the digital cameras and one are the old Super 8 film cameras. And I was like, you know what? I, I think it would be fun to do the Super 8. Let's you know give it a shot and, and whatever. Uh, it's fun, definitely, once you have the Super 8 film camera running, but, uh, but it's just like the cost. For, you have to buy film, which is like close to I don't know. It's somewhere between fifteen and twenty dollars for a roll, depending on where you get it. Then it's, that's only three minutes of film.
1: Three minutes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> then then you have to send it to a developer because there are no developers left in the city. You have to mail it to either Washington uh, State, Seattle, or Los Angeles. And like with FedEx and you have a homework assignment due and so you have to, it's not like you can, you can't send it in the mail cause they x-ray packages and that hurts the film. Uh, and, and so you have to send it either UPS or FedEx or DHL or whatever. And that's, you know, like whatever, 10 to some dollars uh, there right, there. Back, yeah, right there. Yeah, there and back and you have to pay for the processing which is another like $20. So I mean, for this homework assignment, I've basically equaled the cost of the course. You know, which was like, oh And you could
1: have done it in digital.
0: I could've done it in digital for free. But
1: at what point did you not like did you ever consider the sunken cost and say like Maybe I should just go digital?
0: Well, I think with the subsequent homework assignments I'll I'll do that. But I I wanted to have the experience. I was like, Okay, it's okay, okay. worse. But one of the main reasons for not doing that in uh, in the following assignments will be the fact that it's like fifty bucks. An assignment. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. wow, that's that's a lot. But anyway, so I got uh I got my little film, I got my little uh borrowed camera and I'm out there with uh you know, a little tripod and light meter and stuff and playing with this and you know, getting the little thing it goes like whoa, 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 when you run it. You oh, know, yeah. It's kind of it's got a neat sound. And a little yeah, sort of that's the sound. There you yeah. go. It was, yeah, that first sound was like a weak helicopter or something like that. It's like we're dying. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, but anyway, so I'm doing that, and I'm like literally like right on my corner outside my block, and before I get hassled by the first uh kind of <laughs> crazy actor. Yeah, yeah, my first actor. Like, what are you doing? you uh, filming and, and of course it's uh, some guy who's decided like to mouth off and <laughs> about uh about. <laughs> About you know the people who own the convenience store on the corner, which of course is you know some uh, racist uh, language getting thrown out there, and he's like, "You filming? I'll show you something," you know, like, and he's and he's like, "I'm, I'm like I just want to get a picture of like the wall," right, you know, right. like I don't want pictures of anything, and that and you know, and he's got his sort of sidekick who's this kind of cracked-out girl of I don't know I would put her at 40 or something so she's a bit over girl age but you know and so she's like you gotta watch out here and I'm like well I live here and she's like whoa you live here and I was like do you not live here because I I can't really tell oh you yeah like were you using sarcasm on her well no I didn't actually say that but I I was thinking like I was like it seems like you live here but I don't know maybe maybe you like come in on the bus in the morning it's like your job to come oh, wow. in here. And, wow. And like be that's... be crazy on my block. Oh. I don't know. Maybe that's that's something I would say. <laughs> well, uh, you know, yeah, maybe it's wearing enough. Uh but but anyway, so, you know, they're they're there. I'm just sort of like, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm just I'm just doing a student project here. This isn't anything to be, you know, excited about or anything like that." And they so they sort of are keep stay yelling and just sort of wander <laughs> down the road and uh and so you know I'm doing my thing around the around you know different spots, and who comes back about you know twenty minutes later but the the sidekick lady okay uh and and she's like you know i'm not I'm not saying there's anything illegal going on, but you gotta watch out where are you filming and I'm like, you know what i I know." that I'm not gonna be filming any like drug deals going right, on. Right, right. Right, like right. like like look at where the camera's pointing, it's pointing at, you know, the pigeons. Right. You know? right it's right. not this is this is clearly an attempt at a mediocre student film, not an attempt at busting anybody or anything like that. But she's like, I'm gonna go get my bike and run over your camera I was <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> Oh she said accidentally. She's like, I might go accidentally run over your camera And I was like I might accident, And, like, she was... You know, it was it was one of those things which kind of pissed me off. It was Uh-oh. sort of like, I haven't done anything to provoke you, and clearly I could physically destroy you Whoa. because I am Uh-oh. way, way bigger than you. And and coherent. And, and coherent, yeah. But, I mean, that's where, you know, you get forgiveness points in that your brain doesn't work right. necessarily <laughs> the way a normal... Or you don't person, use your
1: brain in you know. a
0: <laughs> Right, yeah. Uh, and, I mean, but at the same time, she was... Quick enough to like come up with sort of snappy jabs, you right, know, here right. and there. So it's like, ah, but uh, that's where she kind of pissed me off. And I was, uh, and so I, you know, I gave her a little retort of some sort. And then she was like, what? Mm-hmm. Ah, and the screaming, you know, sort of, I was like, okay, just walk along, walk along, you know. And, uh, and, but, so that kind of colored the first half of my filming. Uh, but, uh, but then the second half uh i i got actually into this place called the tenderloin national forest
1: oh yeah actually, which, have yeah. you seen that i uh, i know
0: somebody who like uh, yes volunteers there or something yeah, yeah, like that yeah, yeah. well i had i had seen this place quite often but it always has this big gate that's closed and uh and so i was taking some pictures through the gate just because i was like well here's a little like alleyway they've converted into a garden it's really pretty uh and you know most of my pictures up to them they'd sort of been like here's garbage and here's the sewer grate and here's you know like the peeling sign and the graffiti and here's real art house stuff yeah (laughs) real you know really going for that what everybody else has filmed was there gonna be like a sad clown
1: and like a french like accordion i've (laughs) got
0: i've got uh drawn clowns okay there is because there's a school Right, and they've got like a sort of mural oh, okay. clowns sort okay. of thing. I got I got that. Maybe they're not clowns. Maybe they're kids. I don't <laughs> know. I, anyway, it was pretty. Like like some of the stuff was was kind of cliched. I guess it's all like the assignment is kind of cliched. You right. know, it's like go take a bunch of images, and it's like okay, that's kind of a cliched. You know, it's so what am I gonna end up with? It's I'm gonna end up with, you American know, American Beauty kind of stuff. Right, right, or well, I didn't quite go that far but uh but I did you know like get the bag here's the corner (laughs) yeah no it's the bag isn't beautiful the bag's a piece of garbage um but uh but I did get you know that sort of stuff like here's the corner of the building here's the here's the street you know here's whatever and uh and then when I got into the Tenderloin National Forest it was actually like oh this is really pretty you know like here's some plants Here's the water dropping off the uh, faucet, or something <laughs> like that, you know. Which it, it got sort of cliched, also, but it was really nice. And so, you know, all in all, it was pretty interesting playing with Super 8 film. Uh, got that cool sound, the, brrr, you know. Uh, and I'd am le- looking forward to seeing how it comes out 50 bucks later. Yeah. Oh, you haven't uh, got it back yet. No, no, we'll cool. see. Yeah, it'll it'll come back in a few days, I think.
1: And we can put it up on the website.
0: Hey, hey. hey uh, We you... could we could put a podcast over it. Ooh. That'll be interesting. Be interesting yeah. Yeah.
1: Have you can you, are you gonna get it back digital and analog?
0: I'm gonna get it back film. Like So you
1: have to scan it also. Well
0: luckily the uh, CCSF can do that.
1: Okay, okay, like, okay. Because and... that would suck. Yeah, it'll be That's a... another expense, right?
0: Right, right.
1: Well Or you can just play it on TV and record it. That'd be awesome.
0: Well no, I you or, get it oh, back. You'd... It's a projector You'd have thing. to project
1: it and then record
0: it. Yeah, I don't even know how you'd do that.
1: You could record it with a digital camera. <laughs> right, yeah,
0: yeah. But anyway, that was uh, one of the... I had a, I had a weekend of many uh, things. I had many sort of spectacles. Uh,
1: spectacles?
0: Well, I went to see a lot of stuff. Okay. There was the music right, on right. Friday. Uh, I went to see a movie. I went to see Free Shakespeare in the Park. Oh. So it was a lot of a lot of seeing. Yeah, it was free. Capital Excelsior Uh anywho. That's that's my point number one there. Any response to that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, it's good. I'm looking forward to seeing this film, actually. Okay,
1: cool. Yeah, I mean, I'd be interested to see what the film looks like. Is it like, if it'll remind me of, like, the 70s or something like that. Like yeah, that probably. Kind of, that kind of quality of, like, a greeniness.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably, especially because I probably didn't uh, use the camera too well. And it's like, yeah. oh, it's nice and out of focus. <laughs> I was like, oh, look oh, at that. Well, you, you have to manually focus you also. Oh, yeah, you got to manually focus. You got to manually adjust the f-stop so the lighting is right. Oh, and my God. Do all that stuff. I, it's all by hand.
1: So the, your next film's is all about You have disco. to actually
0: crank it through there. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to crank it. <laughs>
1: the digital should be pretty interesting. Like i mean, much easier though, right? Like the digital does... Yeah, though,
0: I mean I guess ideally we're supposed to uh we're supposed to adjust things like focus and, and F stop on our own. Like you just use the manual modes. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know like I think uh, you, I could definitely see, you know, if you're going for an effect like, oh, first I want this thing in focus and then that thing in focus, like, yeah, yeah of course yeah. use the manual, but if you're not team. if you're not going for that, why not just use the the stuff right. that they give you? But maybe it's not ideal. I don't know. Maybe if you're going for something else, yeah, use manual, yeah, or
1: right. maybe it's just like so you can know what the difference is,
0: right? You yeah, know,
1: to know what's possible because I mean, I don't, it might be that you don't even know what it looks like it, if you want to portray a certain emotion or a certain like you know excitement maybe it is better to open the f-stop up and use kind of softer focus or whatever yeah Yeah. i don't know man you tell me at the end of your course we'll see i
0: don't know i'm learning i'm learning things through experience
1: what'd you see this weekend uh
0: the play was uh a comedy of errors which i think honestly i've seen like five times in my life like it's 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 the typical sort of Shakespeare in the park kind of thing or, you know, like that or a Midsummer night's dream. Yeah. Those are always put on, I feel like, uh, or by youth theater or or whatever. Um, which it was good. It was quite, it was quite entertaining. Uh, but here's my thing about Shakespeare. Every Shakespeare, I feel like Shakespearean actors all act. They all overact in the same way. Right. You never see Shakespeare done in a more natural kind of method acting style.
1: Did you ever see that movie, Romeo and Juliet, by uh, uh, Boz Dorman?
0: Was that the Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. one? Yeah. I think I did. But even that, I felt like every, people were overplaying the lines. Maybe, I haven't seen it in a long time.
1: Maybe. But, I, I only saw, I saw it the one time it came out. But I really liked it because okay. it was like, it, I actually thought it was very modern. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I, I, and it might just be you put so much modern stuff in it that you almost forget
0: right what's right. going on. Well, I think that that's those are the things that people do with Shakespeare all the time. They they change the costume, they change the era, you know. Right, but right. but the acting is quite often the same. The same sort of like big voice presentational style. Right, right. Like here I am low upon yonder hillock doth come the knave, you know, and but <laughs> But it's never spoken in a style that people actually talk, even though, okay, the lines are written in an archaic right, language, right. but why aren't they spoken the way people talk? You know, you know Why I mean, aren't they more like... I guess the
1: one thing that comes to mind is I remember when I was in high school, we learned Shakespeare, I think I learned it three times. Like, uh-huh. I, We read three different plays in high school. I think we started off with Romeo and Juliet freshman year, and then I think I ended up reading, uh, shoot, I forget now, Something else, and then I think senior year we read Hamlet. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Julius Caesar. So okay. maybe Julius Caesar was the middle one. And every time they'd always tell us like why or like you know you would learn iambic pentameter, pentameter. Mm-hmm. you would learn like what certain lines were doing and like all the people they would always tell you about the um, the Globe Theater, uh, yeah. you know, and how there were seats. And like you know, these lines are catering to these people, and these lines are catering to these people. And like right. this is the way they would put the play on, so that he can cater to all the people. You know, the rich people would sit up there, so they would say lines in such a way that they could get them. But then they'd also have like a double meaning, so the people in the front could could hear them right. or like yeah. get them. And it was, uh, maybe, maybe because, I, like the, what I guess I, what I'm saying is because we learned it in such a way that like the actors themselves, like you put on a Shakespeare play and you pre- present it in a certain way. Yeah. You know, and it's like it wouldn't be a Shakespeare play if you didn't do it that way. I'm just speculating.
0: Well, I, I would like to see it in a different way. I would I mean because because you always see different attempts at sets, different attempts at costumes. Right, right. But you rarely see different attempts at presenting the actual lines. Mm. You know? Uh at least I have I have rarely seen that. Well maybe um, uh
1: maybe you could in your film class, when you have to get D- to the yeah. actor part, you could have somebody do some...
0: There's an idea. Yeah. That's, that's a good idea. Oh,
1: that would, be, that would be actually a kind of funny uh, comedy sketch.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> do Hamlet's, like, Hamlet's talking about suicide, and be like, yeah! ah!
1: <laughs> and have a guy do impressions, you know, or like, uh, like uh, next, you know. <laughs> and, then, and then you would have like, this, co- like, this director rant about how he does, always does it the same way. You know, and you'd have like five guys come and do it on five different styles. Mm. And then the last guy would do it the normal way and they'd be like, you're perfect. <laughs> it's like, because, like, oh, like, I, you know, we rant off and off and off and they ended up with the exact same thing. Because it's like, well, in the end, unfortunately, it's just the right thing. Mm. Or maybe not. Maybe, not. I don't know. Well, That'd you know, I,
0: I, even if that doesn't fit into the, the school assignments, I noticed there's a, uh, uh three-minute film festival put on by alice the radio station oh yeah yeah i and to be honest i haven't listened to fm radio in in ages but uh but i was like three minutes let's do it i can do that
1: all right yeah. well, let's let's do it you'll you'll see this first regular search for for movie <laughs> multimedia
0: yeah watch out people we might be coming at you with a vlog. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, vlog. I hate that word. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Moving on. What else you got? Um, I got. Uh, I don't know. Do you have
1: anything interesting, like cool, funny, interesting, whatever? Or um, I, got, I got one topic, but it's like, which is kind of a bigger. All
0: right. Well, let I I got I got sort of a bigger one too. So why don't let's hear your bigger one and see if it goes anywhere.
1: All right. Well, mine was like I was just thinking about um the lottery.
0: Okay.
1: And I was thinking about college football. Hmm. And I was thinking about uh, charities and giving. And I was just kind of like, it's so weird that in the end, they are very similar things. Hmm. And here, here, okay. Okay, let's
0: hear this out. (laughs) Do
1: you want to guess why they're similar?
0: Okay. Actually, I do want to guess. The lottery, college football, and charities. Yes. Uh, let's see. Because everybody throws in, but only a couple of people get the payout. Eh? I don't know about that. Okay, let's let's see. Because charity's not really in on that one. Uh, because you can bet which ones will be around next year. (laughs) Well,
1: okay, here's what I was thinking. Right. Like, what is the main purpose of all those three things? Like, charity, obviously, it's charity. Or, like, to better, <laughs> like, some, some some sort of, like, non-profit, you know, make things better. But, like, why, that's it, right? It's pretty, it's pretty easy and right, straightforward. Right. But the lottery, everybody says, oh, well, it goes to schools, right? I mean, it's like, that's yeah. the whole point. At least the California State Lottery supposedly benefits the schools. Mm. But and all you're doing is you, know, you buy a ticket for like a dollar or whatever it's two dollars you scratch it and like you know it's whatever and you're selling people on this huge like win and you're basically but I mean if you had any sense you would know that mathematically you have no chance of winning right, right. you know I mean obviously people win and you'll, you'll say oh I, people never told me to pl- always tell me not to play and I won but there's like for every one person that wins there's millions and millions of people who have not won Yeah. and there's billions of dollars people have spent on the lottery just wasting the money Whereas they could have just given that dollar straight to the schools, you know, and, and, and avoided all the administrative costs, avoided Got all out the, the middleman there. Exactly right, and it's like
0: do some real good. Mm-hmm.
1: And in college football or college sports in general, like ones that are nationalized or televised nationally or whatever, it's like there was a there was a story the other day or week about some coach who I think he was questioned about how much he made.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and it's like, you know, are you aware that you make more than any professor or any, like, administrator or the dean on this mm-hmm. ca- campus? You know, he might even make more than the chancellor or whatever it was, the top person at the university. Mm-hmm. It's like, isn't that kind of weird? And he got really mad, I think. Uh, it's like, how dare you tell me how much I make? You know, it's like, I make this university millions of dollars. Because basically that's what the college, like, I mean, college football, one way of looking at it is that they just make a ton of revenue. Right, yeah. I mean, and like, you kind of, you kind of might wonder why is it justified for a university to spend all this money building huge stadiums, building all these like events around the game day, producing all this media, producing all these television commercials, producing all this merchandise, mm-hmm. when it's like basically that has nothing to do with the school, mm-hmm. you know? And these 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 people who are playing football, they don't necessarily even graduate at all. Like, you know, they just kind of go, they play for the school, and then they leave. They go to the NFL or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, I think in the end they look at it as a cash making machine for the school. And like, they take all the money they make from the, these games, from the ticket sales, from the revenue, from the TV, from whatever, and they hopefully put it back into the school. Right. Whereas like, so it's basically a, a way of making money to get it back into the school for like, the actual better cause. Mm. You know, and it's like, it's weird that we have to, <clears throat> or even you know, charities in general, Like, if you donate to your local NPR station, your national public radio station, mm they'll always have these like drives like Colin now we'll, right, for a $15 right. donation we'll give you a tote bag you know it's like Dude, yeah. I don't want a tote bag you know? like, maybe some people do but it, and it must be that some people donate because they're getting the tote bag hmm. otherwise they wouldn't do it right or it must or, be... or
0: if there's a little more incentive then you'll do it
1: yeah you know, or something like... like that right tote bag or like magazine or like maybe you'll get like a mystery like you know magnet or something like that you know whatever it is and it's like oh I gotta get that magnet and it's kind of funny, you know. I really need this magnet. Uh, it's got like you know Julia Child on it, or somebody it's who. Got Julia <laughs>
0: Child. It's got Agatha Christie on it. As you can tell, I haven't watched uh, <laughs> public television in a while. I don't know, maybe. maybe it's, it's got, got it's got the Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, on yeah.
1: It. there you it's go. Like... It's got like an antique on it, or something it's an like that. An antique magnet. You know? Or it's got like uh, Jim Lehrer on it, or something <laughs> like that.
0: <laughs> 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 or Charlie Rose. <laughs> Or all of them, for all I know. You know, <laughs> it's Garrison Keillor and Charlie Rose <laughs> together at last.
1: Radio and TV combined. Yeah. But you know, it's kind of funny that you have to get these people. You have to give them something to get something from them. Mm. E- even though it's like you would do more good if you just gave.
0: Right. Right.
1: Right. Or you have to go to this football game and pay all this money and buy the tickets and all this stuff and be entertained, as opposed to just giving your alma mater.
0: Yeah. Though I mean. I think probably with bigger schools, they need a bit more effort to reach out to alumni, you know? And, like, you know, a lot of alumni do donate to, like, sports programs and stuff like that, you right. know, because they're, right. like... Because I I didn't go to... Well, we didn't go to a college that had, like, a real sports drive to it. But, like, you think about schools, you hear about, like, USC and, and stuff like that. Like, people give millions of dollars because they're really like, even they're, you know, 50 years old, but they like, they want to see USC win. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it, right? and it's yeah. like, I mean, I could sort of care less if, if UCSD wins anything, <laughs> you know, but, but uh, I'm, I am concerned that it is a good university. Right, right. Exactly. And if I were employed, I might give them some money, but
1: <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, those fans who donate all that money, they don't really care about the university either. I mean, they do. I'm sure they do. Oh no, I think they but, do. But I mean, they care about the sports team more
0: than they do about the university.
1: Is well, that's what I'm saying.
0: That that's I think we can't establish that with, with any sort of certainty. But uh, well, but,
1: I, I only say that because otherwise
0: they would donate to a scholarship program. Well, they probably do. I as would well, probably, I mean, you know, I mean, they like if if you are dumping, you know, three million dollars, you know, you're probably sending it in multiple directions. Maybe the big chunk is going to the sports maybe. or something because you love the sports. But I don't know. But also, I mean, it's like you could see that giving a lot of money to the sports feeds getting more money to the university. Right, and maybe so, maybe
1: they have that thought process, you know. And I guess I just, I guess I would, I um at face value I would doubt that but Mm. I think in the end the person who is in charge at university I think I imagine they look at a sports program and say this is what it brings to my university it brings name recognition which in the end hopefully makes my university better
0: which you know it makes you wonder about uh, things like charities and stuff that are like oh well we uh," or not even you know charities but nonprofits type stuff they're always struggling for money Uh, what if they started offering you know Products would they would they get more money? In? Well, you know, I and mean, they do,
1: right? I mean, like a lot of times to get people to sign up for memberships and stuff like that, they'll send you like a pen or they'll send you a magazine,
0: right? Or whatever. But people... what if they dedicated effort to actually producing something? You know, that's like, like say, you know, with these little movies or something like that. Say, say this charity or nonprofit s- decides to actually like make entertaining films or something, and you can go and and uh, pay money to see these or something like that. And, oh, nice. all, and, and rather than having the <clears throat> millions of dollars, you know, that the film generates uh, go, into, go into, you know, uh, the coffers of Hollywood executives, right, it right. goes into the charity.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess you would just, I feel, uh, that could totally work. I think the only issue is that you need somebody to get paid well.
0: Right, to to make these good films. stuff. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean it's like yeah, because the thing is, in the end, these studios make a lot of money, mm-hmm. but somebody has to get paid really, really well in order to like drive that sort of innovation. And I wouldn't even call it innovation, but creativity, you know, networking, all that schmoozing, and all that backroom deals that needs to happen to get anything done, mm-hmm. anything big, like a film, construction project, whatever. You need somebody there, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's actually that's pretty interesting. That's like kind of like a, a not for profit. You know, or, or a nonprofit, but like people who get paid really well at the same time. Because the thing mm. is, when you think nonprofit or charity, whatever, you always think people are just kind of donating their time. Or if they're not, they're getting paid $40,000 a year to do the work of somebody who actually should get paid $110 or, yeah. 100, you know.
0: Well, actually, there was that argument uh, I remember hearing. I think it was up in like Seattle, these big hospitals that are nonprofits, their directors were getting paid, uh, you know. Salaries that were way above nonprofit salaries right right, but they were saying that we need to pay these guys that to keep the sort of top talents and, and stuff here that's
1: yeah Which, I mean, that's totally how it works with any any sort of situation right like I mean all these CEOs even like you know you hear about CEOs getting tons of money it's like that's what you need to get to get these, these rock star CEOs but, right
0: yeah, but what I really sort of wonder is are they really that much better you know like because i I sort of feel like the 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 culture of that you know, chief executive culture kind of is a that's a they kind of spiral and create their own right. uh, self fulfilling prophecy in a way of like, oh well, you know, me and of my class, we're we're so great, we need to start paying ourselves bigger salaries, and then you know other companies start doing that, and they and you end up you know feeding this monster rather than rather than I I feel like there have got to, there can't only be You know 20 people in the world that are just like awesome at this managing stuff you know yeah and I I guarantee you there are a lot of bad managers out there but uh but I think just because you come with you know the right business school name attached to you or whatever it's like that that doesn't mean much in my book
1: I think you know I I guess what I'm saying is like of any large organization like take that hospital for example Mm -hmm. I mean if you compare that with with a large you know like the maybe the United Way and then maybe like you know, um, GM or some some large, very large corporation, right? It's it's uh, it becomes almost more who you know and like how you can enable things to happen, right. Especially take the nonprofit where it's like this guy knows people with money, mm-hmm. right? Whereas if I were to get paid hundred thousand dollars or whatever to lead some you know nonprofit, I would probably do horribly at it because mm-hmm. I mean like I could probably send out all sorts of interestingly written you know like pleas for like money and make all sorts of great speeches and stuff like that, but to know people with money to get you in to talk to people with more money. You know, to yeah, go to those galas, to go to the symphony, to go to wherever you need to go and just sh- like, you know, I this guy has the tux. This guy has the connections. He was rich or he is currently rich, made a ton of money yeah. and now he's like coming to the nonprofit world and he's going to hook you up with all
0: his rich friends.
1: So, I don't
0: like that. Though. I don't like that whole networking business.
1: But if that ended up getting your nonprofit or hospital or whatever more money,
0: yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I totally see that, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, I, I, I feel like that goes against the grain of, uh, of, being rewarded based on merit.
1: No, and you're totally right, because I mean, that kind of even goes back to what we were talking about earlier about telling the truth and like whatever, right? It's like, I could tell you these three things that in the end are just gonna get what we're en- where we're gonna end up quicker, mm-hmm. or I could give you all this hoop hoopla, right? I could, like, give, a, give you a party, or I could give you a pin, or I could give you, like, a golf charity event, or whatever it is, but I'm going to get this, the money from you somehow, right? It's up to you to feel like you're satisfied yeah. from this, right? So I'm going to say the right things, or I'm going to do the right things, or I'm going to throw the right events, or whatever it is. And it's interesting that how, how all these things, like, in the end, they're just trying to get your money, and it's not necessarily for profit. It's these things that are, like, for the good of something, and it, it should, mm-hmm. in and of itself, speak for itself. Yeah. But it doesn't interesting yeah that that's just you know that was my little interesting thing to say
0: yeah that is that is a a good one i like it uh we're approaching 40 minutes should we keep going yeah let's do it all right um let's see i'm gonna i'm gonna leave my big one for another day because it probably is a bit too involved to to uh oh uh, okay but but let's see i got um uh oh a little bit of news. I uh, I sent my uh, the novel I wrote off oh, okay. to a publisher.
1: Cool. Yeah. So. But well, you did that before, right?
0: No, I, ne- I, I never sent it off to a publisher. I sent it off to uh, a literary agent once and even then I didn't send, well I guess I did send the whole thing. I just never really uh, heard back from him on the whole thing. Hey, I heard back on the first half and I was like, oh that's encouraging. But, uh and wasn't she or
1: he supposed to send it? Isn't she the one who sends it to the publisher or? right
0: that's well, that's what uh, literary agents do, but I guess I mean the way I sent it to this person was because it was uh it was someone who oh a connection or whatever yeah they, which going back to the last point, it's like I felt kind of shady doing it. I was right. like I don't feel like I deserve to have this in right, right right. it was weird, right. but uh. But, so now I'm going straight to the publisher. Straight like, to the my, source. Yeah, here's my novel. Uh, you accept submissions, so here, here's one. Who'd, uh-huh. you send it? Who'd you send it to? I sent it to the one here in San Francisco. Oh, well, 976 yeah. Yeah, yeah, is that what it is?
1: Uh, Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, eight, yeah, I think so. Whatever. Oh, eight. I keep saying 976, 826.
0: 976 numbers are like uh, phone porn back in the 80s. <laughs> six three one uh, hot like two T's.
1: <laughs> I uh, I don't know. Is there? There's a Cafe Nine Seven Six in San Diego. I think. Oh, is there? I don't know. I, maybe I'm just obsessed with Nine Seven Six. I don't know maybe, why. Did but you it, call those numbers when you were I never, a kid? I never did. Do,
0: do you want to try see if they're still working?
1: I feel like that would just be a, in this day and age. If you're calling a 976, 976 number, you're miss, You're like you're way behind the times. You just don't know what's going on. Yeah. Although maybe it'd
0: be cheaper than getting a computer. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. You know, in terms of uh a lot of those things, I I think the modern stuff is cheaper for us, uh, you know, in the sort of in our rank in the consumer food chain or whatever. But you start hearing about things like, Oh, well actually these better TVs take up, you know, way more energy or oh, these yeah. you know, these yeah. new little gadgets they burned through so much more power than, than the old gadgets that more or less did the same thing, you know. And so your computer, you know, yeah, it brings you the porno <laughs> a lot easier maybe in, in higher definition. But those 976 numbers, they really didn't take nearly as many kilowatts.
1: No, I mean, in the long run, they were cheaper. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I don't know, not in the long run, but like in the short run. Like, I think it would take years to pay off. Your, your debt incurred
0: or Over from a computer oh, oh like yeah. I mean, a computer costs like whatever
1: well I guess now I thought you not... were
0: talking about calling 976 numbers well, I mean, all the time
1: comparing right I mean I guess <laughs> I guess computers are cheaper now but like maybe like you're talking about a $500 computer or, or and you're talking like you know like maybe a dollar a minute or like I guess say some of them are really expensive but like let's I, say I have
0: no idea but I would assume that yeah it, let's
1: say it's two fifty a minute. No. I'm, not, I'm gonna pick a really bad number again. I'm sure of it. Let's
0: let's go with one dollar. That's one dollar. Really so like,
1: <laughs> so basically you have to like do this for five hundred minutes to pay it off.
0: Which I'm sure there were people doing it for. Oh 500 yeah, sure, minutes. sure. And I guess the year was 1986. <laughs> Picture it. Yeah. <laughs> Leg <laughs> <Lake lines>. warmers. <laughs> were all the rage jelly bracelets there in the back corner of the tenderloin at the payphone that was covered in gnarly graffiti and gum and newspaper pieces and other fluids oh, <laughs> oh thanks thanks <laughs> oh, for that. man that was... you mean like uh, like spray and things dialing like that. a 976 number oh That's quite an image. Thank you. You're welcome. Should we we end on that image? He was wearing a plaid jacket. No,
1: let's keep going. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What should we add to that? Oh, maybe... Oh, he was at the library. (laughs) (laughs) I saw... I was at the Apple Store a couple months ago, and dude, people are crazy in the Apple Store. Really? You know, in the Apple Store, it's like all these computers. They're just sitting, and you're supposed to be there like demoing the computers or whatever. Uh People just go on there and like check their internet and like do their Facebook and like, Uh you know, I just... We went in there like we were actually gonna buy a computer, and we wanted to go and like check out a laptop and just because you know like what I mean, nobody actually gets to use a brand new computer, so I just wanted to check it out right, and like yeah. see how it was and whatever. And like they were all the computers are taken,
0: just by people using them. People for... using
1: the internet and like yeah. you look over the shoulders, and they're all doing like Facebook or email. And, like, was it one... all a bunch of kids? Oh uh, no! People of all ages. Really? And there was one guy doing that site, Hot or Not. Have you been on that site?
0: Oh man! I think I think I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. like it's like their pictures, and you say like if they're cool or not, or something. Well, like it's a more than
1: cool. Yeah. Like yeah. basically, pick up pictures, and you know, just like you submit it or somebody submits it for you, whatever. And then you have a number one through ten. Uh. And it's like is this person hot on a scale of one to ten? You click seven. Next picture comes up. Uh, it's just basically like a it's, it's a time kill but it's just like it basically
0: is way of just rating people just like, yeah, a, that she, sounds like a horrible horrible thing it is a
1: horrible thing but was, it's I've done it before and
0: it's the pretty, internet is is a terrible thing in so many ways uh,
1: but there was this older like guy and it was he'd like pick like women and I, I was just looking over his shoulder and I guess nowadays you can pick like the age range oh wow and he had picked like 18 to 24, something like that. You know, he was just sitting there, hot
0: or not. Like this, Apple's... uh, this podcast is getting <laughs> scuzzy really quick.
1: Apple store, just doing it. I'm like, seriously, like, dude, like, I, this is crazy. Like, I can't
0: even do this. I can't believe really doing this in public. Where it, is the Apple store? It's it? on the
1: corner of Market and like
0: uh, Montgomery or something. Or uh, it's like in a, it's at like a major sort of downtown.
1: Yeah, home. no, no. I mean, yeah. r- I mean, right off the BART station, right off the Muni station. I mean, mm-hmm. just like right there. They, I mean, it's like the one of the it's like probably one of the big flagship do Apple you stores. Think, well do
0: you think that that location in that store does more business than one say at like the Stonestown Mall or something like that? I would imagine. You know Really? Yeah. I feel like I feel like it would it's there to have a to be like a working billboard more.
1: No, I totally agree with that also. You and know? that's that's true. That's true. Like I mean I think so you know, like just it's almost very similar to Times Square, although there is no Times Square in San Francisco for sure. But right. Times Square is like you need to spend the money to put a shop up there. Even
0: if that shop loses. Even tons if it of loses
1: money. like a million dollars a year. It's like, but you have a shop and you know, like the Virgin yeah. Mega store is there, or Toys R Us is there or whatever is there. You know, it's like we have a shop in Times Square, we're awesome. And any picture that anybody ever takes of Times Square, you see that. Right. That shop right. there, you know, and it's like and people think that, oh, since we're in Times Square, that store is awesome yeah so anyway um, I don't know where we all end up with that but
0: cool dirty people at the iMac store or the Mac store I
1: called it the i store the other day the I store
0: <laughs> the Apple store that's well, what yeah, it's, it's the called the Apple, Apple store, store
1: but I mean everything that they sell in there starts with an i yeah which is really kind of <laughs> so you interesting. might as well just call it the i store if
0: you started a product that uh, started with i that would just be like you would probably just Get sales based on Macintosh mm. or, or at on least Apple's. Or
1: you sleep clicks or something like that on the internet or yeah, something like that, right? Yeah, it could it be like be like plant or something like that. I, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: No, the iRemote.
1: Yeah. The iNotebook. That could be probably the next best thing for them because remotes
0: are crazy. Yeah. Oh well. Anywho. That was a good podcast. Maybe. <laughs> Email yeah. us with your opinions. Yeah, let at us know. Irregular search for truth. At gmail.com.
1: There's a a link on the website, which is a regular search for truth.blogspot.com. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. Maybe we'll get a video up there, too. Yeah. We
1: have a a website, and you can also subscribe in iTunes. Oh, score. It could just, like, download your computer or your your iPod or whatever it is that you use.
0: Let us know what you think. Or not. Yeah, that's (laughs)
1: that's fine. Have a
0: great week. All right.
1: (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs)